Yo, what up, homies? It's your favorite rapper's favorite cripple rapper, Locus Luciano. You're tuning in to another goddamn episode of the Locus Luciano Show. I say another episode because I have no idea what number this is. I think 3, 4, 12, I don't know. I know it's been a while since I've done a new episode. I want to apologize to y'all for that. I have been getting a lot of messages. I've been getting a lot of emails even and comments. And it's just, it's enough for me to say, all right, fuck it. I'm going to shoot from the hip and pop an episode off. Um, the reason that I have not had time to do this podcast like I thought I was going to originally is because I am busy. Um, I know all of our lives have been affected because of this COVID-19 bullshit. And uh, I've had to make so many, like, adjustments to my day-to-day. Like, I'm still getting music done and everything like that, but I've had to start my own delivery service. And there's just a whole bunch of shit. I'll uh, shamelessly plug myself throughout the uh, rest of the episode. But I just wanted to apologize to y'all real quick because almost several of you have hit me up and been like, Loki, where the fuck is the next episode of the Locus Luciano show? Um, there was, there is a ghost episode that came out like, I don't know, a month ago, but I haven't taken it down since it's released. I was just really stoned, guys, like I ate a bunch of edibles and smoked a bunch of pot, like I always do, and I was fucking zonked, so I just got really high and just muttered a bunch of shit for like 30 minutes, and then I posted it, and I listened to it high and laughed my ass, so I was like, this is great, man, and then, you know, the next day I listened again, and I was like, I'm a fucking idiot, but I left it up, and it got quite a bit of uh, views, uh, in contrast, because it hasn't been promoted at all, and I ended up taking it down, because I was like, man, I look like a big idiot, and uh, I ain't trying to do y'all like that, I ain't trying to make this out to be some kind of waste of time, I was just hella high, so most of y'all that uh, follow my music, can fuck with me and, and my little brand movement and I love y'all for it. You guys already know that I'm a pothead, so I don't expect uh, that to come to any kind of surprise to you guys. Um, I have lost some followers since the last time I went on here to do a, uh, a podcast. I've gained a lot more than I've lost, I'm happy to say, but I did lose some followers since the last time I've had the opportunity and pleasure to speak with y'all. Um, predominantly due to like, you know, funny ass memes or points of views that I'll have. And like I said in the pilot episode of this podcast, man, I really, really try to stay out of politics, but I mean, I'm about to make an exception most likely on this episode because not, not on the presidential front, you know, come on, all of us that are smart know it doesn't matter who the fucking president is. We, we have to worry about Congress and Senate. There's people sitting in chairs that have been sitting there for a hundred fucking years. It's time to get some fresh meat you know, in, in our uh, justice system. Anyway, that's my own opinion. I don't want to dive too deep into that. But I will say that um, with coronavirus the way it is, a lot of people have, like, their whole lives are destroyed. Like, I, speaking for myself as an artist, as most of you guys know, um, the big tour that I had planned for the Playing With Myself album, I had to put that, put a pin in that. I mean, I'm not going to say I canceled it, but I definitely, like, realistically, guys, they're not going to let, like, tours and shit crack off till maybe 2022 the way things are going so i know me i've had to alter my music outlet like as far as like performances and stuff and of course you know not trying to sound greedy here but uh, naturally it has affected my income as an independent artist you know now i have no i have no kind of deal you know i do have distribution if I so choose to use it, but I'm, I'm, you know, and I've, I've done episodes about this already, um, I, I prefer CD Baby, I put my own music out through that, um, if I wanted to, 
I could try to do something with maybe in grooves or, or you know something uh, equivalent to in grooves but I, I like what I have and uh, that's a that's a loud ass bike I like what I have and I, I like what I'm doing but I can't I can't perform or collect uh, performance royalties off of that right so what I need to do is adapt to my current situations and surroundings so what I've done what I'm still going to do is uh, I've been doing digital shows um, and I joked about it in the beginning but I really am seriously considering um, <laughs> starting an OnlyFans kind of setup uh, to where I do tutorials like things that I work on show everyone the creative process so if you'd be interested in uh, <laughs> signing up for Locus Luciano's OnlyFans man you know shoot me a DM on one of my social medias and let me know some I have pitched this question before already, you know, like Facebook Live and etc. And people have responded to it, you know. Now, and I'm not gonna like go off and like do porn and shit. I ain't got the body for that. Now, if I, I fuck, who knows? Maybe I'm Ron Jeremy and I don't even know it. But more than likely, nah, I'm not gonna do nothing like that. Nothing crazy. I, I literally am thinking about doing like virtual, you know, shows and stuff and showing everybody the creative process from start to finish. So if that's something you guys would be interested in, uh, shoot me a DM on one of my social medias, Instagram, Facebook, really doesn't matter. I'll get back to you. Um, I try not to ignore nobody unless they ask me for fucking favors. That that happens a lot, actually. People are like, hey, man, can you? I, I help where I can. Don't get me wrong, but we're all in the same boat. That's what I always say from jump. It doesn't matter who you know or who you've been around or where you've been or where you're from. It doesn't matter. To me, it doesn't. Because we're all in the same fucking position right now. Like, oh shit, how do we pay these bills? How do we make these moves? How do we come up the way we want to come up? Like, it's even harder right now in today's world in 2020 than uh, we thought it was going to be. Like, this has been a very fucking hard year. And I personally know people that were affected by coronavirus. And I also know people that have been, you know, like, super affected by the workload of this. A couple of businesses I like to frequent have been feeling the crunch people have lost their jobs businesses have closed permanently like there's a whole slew of just crazy shit behind all this and you know that's why i'm saying <clears throat> for me as an artist i i need to adapt and overcome to my current situation and not just me there's other artists that are in my same boat that as i'm doing this podcast interview with y'all there there's other artists that i don't even know that are sitting around in their prospective studio locations and they're like fuck okay well, that tour that we were going to sink 20000 of the investment money into, you know, what do we do now? See, I don't even have investment money, me personally. I mean, the, if, you, if you've already listened to the Playing With, uh, Playing With Myself album, which, you know, thank you if you have, uh, Playing With Myself, you know that, that, that album, that, that's basically like the true situation of where I'm at. Like, as an artist, I have all the outlets possible that I could possibly ask for to get my music to people. As far as platforms go, I don't have proper promotion because that requires a budget. And it, like I've you know explained, and people that that have, have watched other interviews with me, like I'm not a balling artist. I'm completely independent, and that means independently funded at that. You know, I do get investments for different small things here and there, but you know what I mean. It's it's few and far in between. Nobody's ever put twenty thousand in Locus Luciano's hand and said, "Hey, go on tour or do whatever." No. Every tour I've ever done or every show I've ever done, I've, I'm literally, like, uh, on the verge of death from starvation. Like, you know what I mean? I've had to crawl my way across the, the country to, to hit different venues. And, like, you know, so 
that the whole thing is for me how do i grow in this economy right now with the venues being shut down and stuff and i think the best course of action for me personally locus luciano would be you know to to go more into the virtual market so maybe that maybe that's the only fans market or maybe it's youtube you know getting my youtube and focusing more time on that or maybe even tiktok like i have several different avenues that i can undertake and while i'm doing all this i'm also setting up a a shop you know what i mean i'm I'm setting up a location i have a few things pending but that's why i'm trying to say is that i'm taking my hustle this year because of my bitter circumstances and not just mine everybody's we're all in the same shithole boat with this coronavirus you know what i'm saying so it's like i i'm taking my situation and i'm gonna adapt to that situation and i'm gonna overcome that motherfucker you know if i have to get a job bagging groceries for a little bit on the side so I have taxable income or whatever just to help me out with a tax break at the end of the year. You might see Locus Luciano bagging your groceries. Who knows? You know, whatever it is I have to do to advance myself as an entrepreneur, I'll do it. And if that means not even taking a step back, but if it means like sidestepping my current situation to invest time into getting money whatever way, you know, because I'm not going to deal crack. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not going to go out and I'm not a gangster. I don't, I don't perpetrate that kind of energy. You know, but I am a hustler. I hustle and I have ambition. And so, you know, whatever you have to do to hustle to to get food on the table and to get money towards your own dreams and stuff, man, do that shit. You know, do that shit. And uh, that maybe that's the purpose of this episode. Maybe that's what I'll call it. Do that shit. You know what I mean? Because, like, at some point, like, everyone, like, this isn't the last struggle we're all going to live through, more than likely. More than likely, all of us are going to live through a whole nother struggle that's just like this. Because me, my bad, I had to light this shit. Me, I'm 32 years old. I was born June 21st, 1988, right? So I've lived through H1N1, I've lived through uh, swine flu, I've lived through Ebola, I've lived, all that shit. I mean, there was a meme that went around that detailed it from like 2001 up till now. And it's like, I've been alive for all of these things. I remember when the first epidemic hit, I just can't remember, I, I don't remember the timeline of sequence of what came first chicken or the egg you know but i can tell you i lived through all these epidemics and like for people that are even older than me that are listening you guys have lived through other shit too it's just that this is something that it's the new standard and it's not a positive standard but it is a new standard we're gonna always you know we're always gonna combat mother nature on our existence because i mean in my own personal opinion we are not supposed to be here you know what i mean do you see monkeys and shit growing gray hair and do you see dolphins growing gray fins and getting old and having to use walkers and shit no i mean older animals do break down in their own way but not as severely as human beings and i wonder why that is huh it's probably because we ain't fucking from this planet we're not supposed to be here and we're just here for whatever reason you could insert any religious belief below you know what i mean i'm not trying to bring religion into this at all i'm just saying that in my own opinion Uh, you know that's just the way the earth is like no matter what it's trying to kill us off we're a cancer to this planet we don't do anything to this planet for good we mine it and deplete it of its resources we are in effect cancer you know so i i we're always going to be battling the elements for our own quote-unquote advancement for what we believe is important and what we what fulfills our sense you know our sentience what fulfills us you know i'm fulfilled when i make music 
I'm fulfilled doing this podcast just to bullshit to the, you know, a couple hundred of y'all that are going to share this, which I love you guys for it. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying that it's like that's it's enjoyment to me. And, and, you know, I got people that have found my music because of this podcast already. And there's only a couple episodes up. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I love doing this. I love I love doing music. Obviously, I love producing. I love recording. I love I love the process. I love how I can take a raw idea or a raw beat that I made that's just fucking simplistic, bare bones, whatever, and by the time I'm done doing every piece of sculpting to this audio art that I've created, like, that is something that came out of me, and whether or not it's good or marketable or whatever is really an afterthought to me. Now, I'm blessed. I do have a fan base, and you guys love me, and everybody that fucks with me, like genuinely fucks with me, and I couldn't be more humbled and grateful that 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 occurs for me, but the creation process is what I desire the most, it's what I love the most, how I could take something that's bottled up deep inside, and I have the capability currently to, boom, throw that shit out there and let the world know how I'm feeling in that moment, maybe a happy song, maybe a song about me getting messed up, you know what I mean, if you haven't heard, I mean, sure you heard it now, it's probably off, because that's how this shit be working, but uh, that song that's playing in the uh, the background is called For Once. It's uh, my newest single that I'm doing a video to uh, in the month of August. Uh, it's currently the end of July right now while I'm doing this episode. You know what I mean? But sometime in this coming month, I'm going to be filming the video for that new song y'all heard. And um, I can't wait to do it. Shout out to Mary Tang on the beat. You know what I mean? We got some more shit cooking up. But it's like... I. I couldn't do this shit without you guys, but th- this is what I love to do is the creation process. I took a thought, a feeling, an emotion, and I just put it out. And it, I remember every every creation step for every song I've ever done, and to me, that's beautiful. Like, But the sustainability behind my creation is what? Being able to perform it, put out merchandise, you know what I mean, and make a sustainable living. I don't have to live fat or be world famous or anything you know, illustrious, it's just to, I gotta be able to pay PG&E, we all got PG&E out here on the west coast, and you know, them motherfuckers be hitting, I live in Bakersfield, California, right, so today it was 105, I like my AC on at 75 degrees, that shit costs money, you know, to see a bill under $200 right now this time of year, you're fucking, you're doing great, you know what I mean, so it's like, but I gotta make money to be able to pay that bill, you know, my cell phone bill, I got to be able to pay that. I don't have an illustrious phone. My shit's all cracked as fuck. <laughs> you know, but still it costs money to have my phone on. And my phone is my vital lifeline to the internet outside of computer and da-da-da-da-da. But your phone is on the fly. I can make phone calls, respond to emails, send off my press kit, send people my one sheet. You know, I could do all kinds of things from this device, but I have to pay for it. And in order for me to make money to pay for things, I have to be able to have a, a stream of income, a hustle which for myself as an independent artist and other people in my position, the majority of our income comes from live shows, comes from features, it comes from merchandise, you know? Streams, like I can, you know, I'm blessed because some of the numbers I get on some of my videos, especially lately on Facebook, shout out to Jay Spools, our song Going Through, you know what I mean? It's almost at 400,000 plays uh, on Facebook, the video or whatever, but... You know, I love that, that we're getting that much exposure. You know, he's he's done a lot on the promotion end, but I, it doesn't translate to dollars for me or him. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't really cost money, but it doesn't make money. And at the same time, it costs money to make that video. It costs us money to film it. You know what I mean? Live Sosa, you know, that shout out to Live Sosa, the homie. He came from fucking Arkansas. 
Fort Smith, I believe, is where he stays at. So it's like he came from Fort Smith, Arkansas to Los Angeles with us to film this music video. That costs money, you know what I mean? That the, His time costs money. Nobody works for free, you know? So it's like his time costs money and the editing and the, the thought behind it, the storyboard and then the gas and there's just so much thing, you know, things cost money and everybody listening to this, obviously I'm, I'm kicking a dead horse here with that. Y'all know that everything in life costs money to do and it's all an investment and which I'm saying is a good investment, but how we recoup on our investment is usually through subscribers on YouTube and, and plays, obviously, how many hours a month do people tune into our content. But it's also on the other side of it. It's being able to go out and perform live. It's going out and interacting with people humanly, like actually shaking hands with people and meeting people, smoking weed with people. You know, I've sold more merch getting high with a motherfucker than I have just saying, oh, I'm Locus Luciano on stage, come check out my shit. Like, yeah, they love my music and all that, but... It, at the same time, if I wasn't the way I am with people when they come up to me, I doubt they would fuck with me the way they do. I try very hard not to be big-headed or, or take up and suck all the energy out of the room when I, when I come into an ex you know into someone else's space, especially. You know, I if you really like my shit or you think that I'm a great artist and like I'm humbled, you think that, and I'll, I'll thank you for it and et cetera, But I'll never walk around like my dick is 50 feet long and I could slap you with my fucking human anaconda and I'm this dope ass rapper fuck and it doesn't matter who gives a shit we're all going to die and wind up in the same kind of box anyway we're either going in the ground or the furnace one or the other you know what I mean what the fuck so it's <laughs> you know none of that shit matters and, and I think that combined with my my music obviously when I do shows and people buy tickets to come see me that sustains me that gives me enough money to pay bills for that month that i had to do you know like mathematically just to let you all in on my personal business sauce for y'all to tune in you know mathematically if i break everything down i gotta do at least you know two three shows a month to to make enough money to cover everything and have a little bit of profit you know when i say a little bit of profit i'm like 150 dollars i'm not talking 1500 a month like profit nah i'm not on that level yet i'm working every day constantly grinding more for that level but i'm not quite there yet you know and i acknowledge that i'm not there yet yes i have a following yes i have a catalog yes i'm on all outlets or whatever but that's not good enough i don't have fiscal backing you know what i mean to pop an artist to make an artist pop on the level of someone like the baby or whatever even tech nine you know tech nine and, and travis ogune are fucking brilliant they they lost hundreds of thousands of dollars they didn't start making a profit i think tech said they didn't start making a profit till 06 you know he met travis ogune in fucking 1999 you know what i mean so it's like i followed tech nine's whole career my whole life you know i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if you guys listening out there know that but that's my favorite rapper and i'm not going to sit here and do like a pissing contest over who's like the biggest tech nine fan but i in my opinion am the longest running tech nine fan that i know personally i i mean i remember downloading uh fucking um absolute power for free from his website he gave it away for free it was a marketing stunt so that way like because it had the industries a bunch of punks and all this other shit on it and it was like a marketing strategy and it worked because i downloaded the fucking shit for free but i also turned around and spent my allowance on that fucking album you know what i mean and not even just allowance like because i i was a poor kid we didn't get much for allowance five ten bucks would be our max you know i had to go out and fucking cut yards and shit to afford music back in the day so 
You know, this is before mp3.com started cracking. This is before SoundClick started doing its thing. And there used to be GarageBand, and I'm not talking the program for Apple. There used to be a website called GarageBand, and that's where artists would upload their shit. And, like, they would get a bunch of, you know, like, reviews. They, they have something similar to it, uh, Reverb Nation. But um, even before Reverb Nation, there was GarageBand. Then before that, there was, you know, mp3.com. There was Underground Hip Hop Blog. That's where I first heard of Immortal Technique and DZK and all the artists that molded me as an MC, you know, came from the early internet. I'm talking about before 4chan was even built. You know, this was 2000, you know, 2001 at late, at the latest, you know, this was the early form. I get happy talking about it because it's like, even though I'm a nobody, like in the eyes of like who who's a known rapper, blah, blah, blah. Me, me personally as a human and as an artist, I get to smile because like, I've I've had conversations with Immortal Technique before he was super huge just on the internet like I don't even know if he'll remember it you know what I mean but I've had conversations with him and DZK and there's just so many people like I don't even want to name names there's rappers that aren't even really rapping like that anymore like Dan the Saltine I think he's from Toledo Ohio shout out to Dan the Saltine he he named himself something else a few years ago he went through some rebranding I don't know what he calls himself now but, you know, there was Lazy J back in the day. He did uh, songs with this dude named Taylor Made, and they're from somewhere in the Midwest. There's Woodgrain816. He was one of the original people that taught me how to, like, do everything myself. He didn't even really teach me, so to speak. Shout out to the homie Woodgrain. I haven't seen or heard from him in over 10 years. But that fool, uh, you know, he. I'm just, I'm, I'm diving into the history just to say that, like, you know, the Internet is vast, man, and you could do anything with it. And just because I haven't got to the level that I personally would like to be at yet doesn't mean that I'm discouraged or that I'm disgruntled in any way. I mean, sure, I feel like I've been passed over a lot, but like I've detailed in other interviews that I've done with people like Jeffrey Obvious, uh, shout out to the Gutted Cigar, you know, and I, a few of the podcasts I've done, even my interview at UC Berkeley, I explained that like I, I am a bit risque i'm a bit on the anti-pc culture scale in fact shameless plug i do have a book that i'm working on that's almost finished and it's called you know the death of pc culture and the the reason that i'm so anti-pc culture just to go on a sidebar a uh, little tangent here is just because like i agree that people should respect each other I, there's never been a dispute of that um anyone that really knows me like truthfully as a person that knows me, that has done business with me or whatever, that I, even if you don't like me because of my jokes and rhetoric or whatever, no one's going to say that I'm disrespectful. No one will say that I've never carried respect with me when I've gone to, to any situation. I'm always, I always give respect first. I don't even give a shit if you don't deserve it. I always show that olive branch first because I'd much rather get along with you than be enemies with you. It costs too much money to have problems. You make more money when you guys work together. Even if you don't like somebody, I, I explained this before. Like, has anyone ever had a boss they liked? Nah. I mean, you could say your boss was cool. Oh, me and my boss got along. He was dope. But do you really like your boss? This is the person that can fire you or worse, it's, uh, depending on what kind of business you're involved in. You know what I mean? The truth is nobody likes the person they answer to. You know, and, and you don't have to. That's the beautiful thing about hustling and doing other things. You don't have to like the people that you make money with. As long as you're good at making money, that's all that's important. As long as you're honorable and you do what you say you're going to do, nobody will really have a problem with what you got going on. Sure, people are going to hate on you. Because, see, it's easy to type in a hundred emoji 
on Instagram or Facebook and post it as a comment. Oh, that's 100. You know, it's easy to do 100 in that regard. But it's very difficult to be 100 in life, especially because to be 100, you have to be prepared to take a loss. You know what I mean? You have to be prepared to take that L. Sometimes you're going to be the one shortchanging yourself on a deal you set up. But it, it, in doing that, it might be an arrangement that you didn't even have set up all the way on your end. And without another person, it would have never went. you got to be prepared to be a bigger person and bow out of certain, certain situations in a proper way in order to keep it 100. And most people can't do that. You know, most people cannot. They, they struggle all the time. And that's why people have falling outs. And I've gone over this before. That's why I ain't trying to dig too deep into the past, you know what I mean, in like past episodes. But what I'm getting at is that honor and integrity is honestly everything. You know what I mean? Like, so that's all we have. And in the corona world that we're in right now, like honor and integrity is even bigger than it used to be. Because like literally everything is having to be done digital. And like trust and shit is is paramount. So that's why, like, I don't want to just jump out with an OnlyFans and not explain myself and be like, oh, I got an OnlyFans now. Because there's a lot of people doing that, and I'm not trying to throw shade. But there's a lot of people that are turning porn star real quick because they're like, oh, well, fuck it. I got nothing better to do. And I'm not against that. I'm not against doing that. Me personally, I don't know. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, I don't think I got the body and build for that kind of life. But I don't want to have to fucking go that route just because I need to make money like nah I I would much rather you know what I mean go a different direction but that's just me personally but you know the internet like I said is is now everything has gone digital and I think it's going to be this way for some time and I think it's going to get far worse before it gets better personally I think that there's going to be more discernment there's going to be more beef there's going to be more lockdowns you know they're trying hard to come out with a vaccine but that shit takes years to do and nobody's social distancing you got half the people who think this shit is a game and they don't want to wear a mask in public. It's a big deal for some reason. So they don't do it. But then these are the people that are getting sick. And and some, uh, from what I've read anyway, and I haven't done extensive research, so please don't hold me accountable on saying all this shit. Don't be commenting on one of my funny-ass memes that ain't got nothing to do with corona about what I'm going to say. But I, I, don't, I don't think the majority of people are even truly like social distancing. Because to be honest... When I go out, when I have to, when I got to go get groceries, supplies, shit, paper to wipe my ass, etc. Like, I have noticed personally that nobody social distances. Walmart tries hard to do this, you know, minimal capacity bullshit where they let, I think it's something like 500 people in at a time. But most people are asymptomatic. So they're not even feeling sick when they they have coronavirus. There's been several people, at least documented close to where I live at, that got tested for the fuck of it and you know some people are like oh they're doing negative tests and saying they're positive i shared an article on facebook about this like three weeks ago and that was true that happened in florida but that was one one controlled instance i'm not crazy enough to say that all the tests are are being inflated i think they're being under i think uh they're being under promoted and under reported is the word i was looking for i'm kind of high my bad but I think they're being underreported. I think that the numbers that we're seeing aren't even half of the true amount. Because you got to think, like, this shit's been going on since February. I haven't got tested for corona. You guys remember earlier in the year, a few of the episodes, like, my voice was all fucked up. I couldn't talk. Like, that. I think it was the episode before last. Like, 
I think I had coronavirus. That was the sickest I had ever been. And at some points, I couldn't breathe. And I definitely hadn't tasted no food in like two weeks. And that was the longest and most dreadful illness I ever experienced. I've had scarlet fever before when I was a child. I've had chicken pox. I've had the flu. You know what I mean? I've never in my whole fucking life felt as fucking sick as I did in the beginning of 2020. And I started feeling sick right as I finished the album. The album was done around January. And uh, I was sick as shit. And literally, like, after the album was finished, like, the last song I recorded on playing with myself um, was Polyhedral. That was the last song to get recorded on the whole album. And I'll tell you, man, you can hear it in my voice on the last verse. Like, you can hear, like, the the uh, like the raspiness starting to come in. I mean, it, it worked well sonically for the song, but, like, right after I recorded that, I want to say maybe two days after I, re- I laid the vocals down for that song, I got sick as fuck, and I was just sick continually. That's why I like the album. You know, it was done, but there was one other song that I wanted to put on there that I didn't. And um, it's fine. I'm putting it on this next project. But um, I'm going to get ready to wrap up this episode, guys, because I've been fucking rambling for close to a half an hour. And um, like I said, normally I try to have at least an idea of a subject. But I, I'm seriously sorry. I just literally made this episode just so you guys know that I'm doing well and that everything's going good. Um, shameless plugs before I get up out of here and go handle some shit. Um, the album is out, came out February 2nd, 2020, called Playing With Myself. It is streaming on every single platform in existence, from Facebook music to fucking TikTok to everywhere. Like, I, I found it everywhere. There's a, there's a Russian music site it's on. I can't remember the name of it. There's a couple of things. Like, I've been going hard on making sure that my music is everywhere it can be. So make sure you go type in Locus Luciano at your favorite search bar and probably google shameless plug on them because i like google you know but fucking look it up man run them streams up for your boy you know what i mean um my new single for once is out now as well on all streaming platforms uh that was the song that has been audio betting this um episode and uh you know like i always end all my facebook lives i'm in this episode like i do was saying make sure you don't drink and drive guys don't do that shit I know there's nothing to do in quarantine right now but get fucked up, but, you know what I mean? If you do get fucked up, do so responsibly, man. Ain't no reason to put nobody's life in in jeopardy, you know what I'm saying? But I want to thank you guys for tuning in to all my shit with me. Man, my plays have been going up. My my streams are retarded. You know, I'm I'm thousands of streams a week on on all platforms, and it feels amazing. You guys have seriously changed my life, and I love you guys for it. Thank you for everything. But anyway, I'm going to get the fuck up out of here, man. You guys be safe. Lay low. Stay high. RetardedBastard.com forever. Yee yee.